Section twenty four of the Phenomenology of Mind, Volume One. This is the LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Phenomenology of Mind, Volume One by George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. Translated by James Black Bailey. Chapter five C, subsection A. Society as a herd of individuals. Deceit, actual fact translator's note this section seems at first sight a strained interpretation of the life of society there seems at first glance nothing in a society corresponding to the view here put forward but a little reflection will show that the conception of society here analyzed is a necessary and universal element in every society in order to form a free spiritual community individuals must be each complete in themselves be real just as they are as concrete individuals so conceived the component individuals of a society are separate cells of the organism of a society all self-complete all implicitly universal and capable of being universalized but qua individuals all distinct together they form the elements out of which the compact structure of a society is made and without their being so together as they are thus constituted that structure would be impossible their togetherness as individual units each self-contained is not merely the basis of complete social life but the prima facie aspect of social life and the original primitive condition of social individuality here each seeks to realize his own ends quite naturally and spontaneously and is hardly aware and is almost indifferent to the universal result which his implicit universal nature must bring about each acts in his own interest little knowing that his interest must lead to the universal good his attitude is not strictly selfishness it is self-interest and such an interest all his ends must have because they are the ends of his self the reality he brings about has to be expressed he never questions his right to be just because he is self-complete the reality is indeed a genuine reality a reality with a universal character it is so much actual fact for him which he takes or makes and accepts just because it has a universal significance all the individuals are in the same position each is in touch with and is only concerned about actual fact each is thus equally honest with himself in seeking his own interest in being concerned with his own actual fact and each is equally honourable as regards others in so doing but still each is throughout focusing the meaning of the whole exclusively in himself and is not consciously going beyond himself for in a sense he does not need or wish to do so all the same this very fact he deals with has a universal significance and holds for others and can only be a fact if it does hence in so keeping up this individual interest in actual fact each is really deceiving himself as to its true meaning and deceiving others at the same time the situation is one of unconscious self-sophistication and unconscious deceiving of others as to their true inner spiritual affinity this social attitude is thus bound to prove inadequate and give way to the fuller social consciousness of a concrete community social life as here analyzed may be said to be society as it is conceived by the abstract political economist the economic order of society is a necessary moment in the life of society but the economic man is little better than an anthropotherian the section may be regarded as a satirical analysis of such an abstract entity it is also an indirect criticism of the futility of opposing egoism and altruism the position in which individuals are when acting in the manner above described 
corresponds precisely to that of a herd of animals, hence the title of the present section. End of translator's note. Society as a herd of individuals, deceit, actual fact. The above substantial individuality, to begin with, is again particular and determinate. Absolute reality, which it knows itself to be, is thus, in the way it is consciously aware of that reality, abstract and universal, without filling and content, merely the empty thought of this category. We have to see how this conception of substantial individuality is made explicit in its various moments, and how it gets to be conscious of its true nature. The conception of this individuality, as it takes itself as such to be all reality, is in the first instance a mere result. Its own movement and reality are not yet set forth. It is here in its immediacy as something purely and simply implicit. Negativity, however, which is the same as what appears as movement and process, is inherent in this implicit nature as a specific quality. And being, the simple implicit nature, comes to be a definite compass or range of being. Individuality confronts us, therefore, as an original determinate nature, original in virtue of its being implicit, originally determinate in virtue of the negative moment lying in that implicitness, which negative element is thereby a quality. This limitation cannot, however, limit the action of consciousness, for this consists at the present stage in thorough and complete self-reference, relation to what is other than itself, which would be a limitation, is now overcome. The character inherent originally by nature is thus merely an undefined simple principle, a transparent universal element in which individuality finds itself free and at one with itself, as well as enfolds its diversity without restraint, and in realizing itself is simply in reciprocal relation with itself. We have here something similar to what we find in the case of indeterminate animal life. This breeds the breath of life, let us say, in the water as its element, or air or earth and within these again in still more determinate conditions. Every aspect of its life is affected by the specific element, and yet animal life still keeps these aspects within its power and itself a unity in spite of the limitations of the element, and remains quite a given particular organization animal life throughout, the same general fact of animal life. This determinate original nature of consciousness, in which it finds itself freely and wholly, appears as the immediate and only proper content of the purpose of the individual. That content is indeed a definite content, but is only content so far as we take the implicit nature in isolation. In truth, however, it is reality, realität, permeated by individuality, actuality, wirklichkeit, in the way consciousness qua individual contains this within itself, and is to begin with taken as existing, but not yet as acting. So far as action is concerned, however, that determinateness is, in one respect, not a limitation it wants to overcome, for, looked at as an existent quality, that determinateness is simply the colour of the element where it moves. In another respect, however, the negativity is determinateness merely in the case of what exists. But acting is nothing else than this negativity. Hence, when individuality acts, its specific determinateness is dissipated into the general process of negation, into the sum and substance of all determinateness. The simple original nature now breaks up, in action and the consciousness of action, into the distinction which action implies. To begin with, action is here an object, an object too, still belonging to consciousness. It is present as a purpose, and thus opposed to a given reality. 
the other moment is the process of the statically presented purpose the process of actualization of the purpose bringing the purpose to bear on the entirely formal reality and hence is the idea of the transition itself in other words the second moment is the means the third moment is finally the object no longer as immediately and subjectively presented purpose but as brought to light and established as something other than and external to the acting subject these various aspects must be viewed in the light of the general principle of the sphere of consciousness the content throughout remains the same without any difference whether between individuality and existence in general or between purpose as against individuality in the sense of an original nature or between purpose and a given reality or between the means and that reality as absolute purpose or finally between the reality moulded by the agent as against the purpose the original nature or the means at the outset then the nature of individuality in its original determinate form its immediate essence is not yet affirmed as active and in this shape is called special capacity talent character and so on this peculiar colouring of mind must be looked at as the only content of its purpose and as the sole and only reality if we thought of consciousness as going beyond that as seeking to bring into reality another content then we should think of it as a nothing working away towards nothing this original nature is moreover not merely the substance of its purpose but implicitly the reality as well which otherwise assumes the appearance of being a given material on which to act of being found ready at hand for action to work up into some determinate form that is to say acting is simply transferring from a state not yet explicitly expressed to one fully expressed the inherent being of that reality opposed to consciousness has sunk to the level of a mere empty appearance a mere seeming this mode of consciousness by determining itself to act thereby refuses to be led astray by the semblance of reality on the part of what is presented to it and has likewise to abandon its dealings with idle thoughts and purposes and keep its hold on the original content of its own nature no doubt this content first exists as a fact for consciousness when it has made that content actual but the distinction between something which while for consciousness is only inside itself and a reality outside consciousness existing in itself has broken down consciousness must act only that what it inherently and implicitly is may be for it explicitly or acting is just a process of mind coming to be qua consciousness what it is implicitly therefore it knows from its actual reality hence it is that an individual cannot know what he is till he has made himself real by action consciousness however seems on this view to be unable to determine the purpose of its action before action has taken place but before action occurs it must in virtue of being consciousness have the act in front of itself as entirely its own that is as a purpose the individual therefore who is going to act seems to find himself in a circle where each moment already presupposes the others and hence seems unable to find a beginning because it only gets to know its own original nature the nature which is to be its purpose by first acting while in order to act it must have that purpose beforehand but just for that reason it has to start straight away and whatever the circumstances are without troubling further about beginning means or end proceed to action at once for its essential and implicit ansichseinde nature is beginning means and end all in one as beginning it is found in the circumstances of the action and the interest which the individual finds in something is just the answer to the question whether he should act and what is to be done in a given case 
for what seems to be a reality confronting him is implicitly his own original fundamental nature which has merely the appearance of an objective being an appearance which lies in the notion of action involving as this does self-diremption but which expressly shows itself to be his own original nature by the interest the individual finds therein similarly the how the means is determined as it stands an und für sich talent is likewise nothing but individuality with a definite original constitution looked at as the subjective internal means or transition of purpose into actuality the actual means however and the real transition are the unity of talent with the nature of the fact as present in the interest felt the former talent expresses that aspect of the means which concerns action the latter the fact found of interest that which concerns content both are individuality itself as a fused whole of acting and existing what we find then is first circumstances given ready to hand which are implicitly the original nature of the individual next the interest which affirms them as its own or as its purpose and finally the connection and sublation of these opposite elements in the means this connection itself still falls within consciousness and the whole just considered is one side of an opposition this appearance of opposition which still remains is removed by the transition that is by the means for the means is a unity of inner and outer the antithesis of the determinate character it has qua inner means that is talent it therefore abolishes this character and makes itself this unity of action and existence equally an outer that is the actually realized individuality that is individuality which is established for individuality itself as the objectively existent the entire act in this way does not go beyond itself either as circumstances or as purpose or means or as work performed in this notion of work however the distinction which lay within the original nature seems to enter the work done is something determinate like the original nature it expresses because being cut loose by the process of acting and becoming an existing reality the negation implied in this process remained in it as a quality consciousness however as against the work is specifically that in which this quality as a general process of negation as acting is to be found it is thus the universal as opposed to the specific determinateness of the work performed it can therefore compare one kind of work with another and thence apprehend individualities themselves as different an individual who is of wider compass in his work has either a stronger energy of will or a richer nature that is a nature whose original constitution besteemtheit is less limited while another has a weaker and a poorer nature in contrast with this purely quantitative difference which is not an essential difference good and bad would express an absolute difference but this is not in place here whether taken in one way or another action is equally carried on there is a process of displaying and expressing an individuality and for that reason it is all good it would properly speaking be impossible to say what bad is to be here what would be called a bad work is the individual life of a certain specific nature which is therein realized it would only be degraded into bad work by a reflective comparison which however is quite empty and futile since this goes beyond the essential meaning and nature of work which is a self-expression of individuality and then seeks to find and demand from it heaven knows what else the comparison could have to do only with the distinction above mentioned but this being a distinction of quantity is in itself not an essential one and is only made here because of differences in works and individualities which might be compared with one another 
but these do not affect one another each is concerned simply with itself the original nature is alone the essential fact or what could be used as an ultimate standard of judgment regarding the work and conversely both however correspond to each other there is nothing for individuality which is not obtained through it or there is no reality which is not its nature and its action and no action nor inherent substance of individuality which is not real and only these moments are to be compared there is therefore in general no ground for feeling elevated or for lamenting or repenting all that sort of thing arises from a reflection which imagines another content and another inner nature than is to be found in the original nature of the individual and the actual carrying of it out into reality whatever it is that the individual does and whatever happens to him that the individual has done and is that himself he can only have the consciousness of the mere transference of his self from the darkness of possibility to the daylight of the present from a state abstract and implicit to the significance of actual being and can have only the certainty that what seems to him in the second state is nothing else than what lay dormant in the former the consciousness of this unity is no doubt likewise a comparison but what is compared is just a mere appearance of opposition a formal appearance which for reason qua self-conscious and aware that individuality is inherently actuality is nothing more than seeming the individual therefore knowing that he can find in his objective actuality nothing but its unity with himself or can find only the certainty of himself in its very truth and knowing that he thus always attains his purpose can experience only a sense of joy in himself that then is the conception consciousness has of itself when it is sure of its being an absolute identification a complete permeation of individuality and existence let us see whether this notion is confirmed and supported by its experience and whether its reality agrees with this notion the work produced is the reality which consciousness gives itself it is there that the individual becomes consciously what he is implicitly and in such wise that the consciousness which becomes aware of the individual in the work performed is not the particular consciousness but universal consciousness he has placed himself by his work quite outside in the element of universality in the characterless qualityless region of existence the consciousness which withdraws from its work is in point of fact universal because it becomes in this opposition between work and consciousness absolute negativity the process of action and stands over against its work which is determinate and particular it thus goes beyond itself qua work and is itself the indeterminate region which its work still leaves void and unfilled if their unity was in the above notion still preserved this took place just through the work being cancelled qua objectively existing product but it has to be and we have to see how individuality will retain its universality in the existence of the work and will know how to get satisfaction to begin with we have to consider by itself the work which has to come into being it has carried with it the entire nature of the individual its existence is therefore itself an action in which all distinctions interpenetrate and are resolved the work is thus thrown out in a subsisting form where the specific character of the original nature does in fact come out as against other determinate natures encroaches on them just as these do in their turn and is lost as a vanishing moment in this general process although in the conception of individuality is here dealt with the various moments circumstances purpose means and realization are all alike and the original specific nature stands for no more than a universal element 
on the other hand when this element takes on an objective existence its determinate character as such comes to light in the work done and preserves its truth in its dissolution looked at more closely this dissolution is such that in this specific character the individual as a particular individual has become consciously real but the specific character is not merely the content of reality but form as well or reality as such is as a whole just this determinateness of being opposed to self-consciousness on this view it is seen to be an alien reality which has disappeared out of the notion and is merely found given the work is that is it is for other individuals and for them it is an external an alien reality in whose place they have to put their own in order to get by their action consciousness of their unity with reality in other words the interest which they take in that work owing to their original constitution is other than the peculiar interest of this work which thereby is turned into something different the work is thus in general something transitory which is extinguished by the counteraction of other powers and interests and displays the reality of individuality in a transitory form rather than as fulfilled and accomplished consciousness then by doing work becomes aware of that contrast between being and acting which in the earlier forms of consciousness was at the same time the beginning of action and is here merely a result this contrast however was in fact likewise the ultimate principle involved when consciousness proceeded to act as an implicitly real individuality for action presupposed the determinate original nature as the ultimate implicit element and a mere process of performing the act for the sake of this performance took that nature as its content mere action is however the self-identical form with which consequently the specific determinateness of the original nature does not agree it is matter of indifference here as elsewhere which of the two is called notion and which reality the original nature is the thought element the implicit factor as against the action in which it first gets its reality or again the original nature is the existence both of individuality as such and of individuality in the form of work while action is the original notion as pure and simple transition as the process of becoming this lack of correspondence between idea and reality which lies in its essence consciousness learns in its work in work consciousness becomes aware of itself as it in truth is and its empty notion of itself disappears in this fundamental contradiction characteristic of work which contains the truth of all this individuality that takes itself to be inherently real all the aspects of individuality thus appear again as contradictory in other words work being the content of the entire individuality put forth by action which is the negative unity and holds in its grasp all the elements now sets them free when it is given existence as subsisting they stand indifferently over against each other the notion and its reality are thus separated into purpose and the original essential nature wesenheit it is an accident that the purpose should have a true being or that the implicit inherent nature should be made a purpose similarly again notion and reality fall apart as transition to actuality and its purpose in other words it is an accident that the means expressing the purpose should actually be chosen well finally should these inner moments taken together have some intrinsic unity or not the action of the individual is once more an accident so far as actuality in general is concerned fortune decides in favour of a badly determined purpose and badly selected means just as much as against them if now consciousness hereby becomes aware in its work of the opposition between willing and performance 
between purpose and means and again between this inward nature taken altogether and actual reality an opposition which as a whole shows the fortuitous character of the action of consciousness still the unity and the necessity of this action are just as much present too this latter aspect transcends the former and experience of the fortuitousness of the action is itself only fortuitous kind of experience the necessity of the action consists in this that purpose is directly related to actuality and the unity of these is the very notion of action the act takes place because action is per se and of itself the essence of actuality in work there no doubt comes out the fortuitousness which characterizes accomplishment when contrasted with willing and the process of performing and this experience which seems as if it must be the truth contradicts that notion of the act still if we look at the content of this experience taken in its completeness that content is seen to be the transitory work what persists is not the transitoriness rather this is itself actual and is bound up with the work and vanishes with it the negative falls away along with the positive whose negation it is the very notion of substantially and inherently real individuality contains within it this transience of transitoriness verschwinden des verschwindens for that wherein the work disappears or what disappears in the work is the objective reality and this was to give experience as it was called its supremacy over the notion which individuality has about itself objective reality however is a moment which itself has no longer independent truth in this mode of consciousness it consists solely in the unity of this consciousness with action and the real work is only that unity of action and existence of willing and performance on account of the certainty fundamental to its action consciousness takes the actual reality contrasted with that conscious certainty to be something which is only for consciousness the opposition cannot any longer stand before consciousness where this is for itself an independent as against the actual reality for consciousness here is self-consciousness returned into itself and with all opposition gone on the contrary the opposition and the negativity manifested in the case of work thus affect not only the content of the work or again the content of consciousness but actual reality as such and hence affect both the opposition present merely in virtue of that reality and in it and the disappearance of the work in this way consciousness turns from its transient work back upon itself and asserts its own notion and its certainty to be the permanent and abiding fact as against the experience of the fortuitousness of action in point of fact it comes to know its essential principle or notion in which actuality is only a moment something for consciousness not something in and for itself it finds that reality to be a passing moment of significance therefore merely as being in general whose universality is one and the same as action this unity this identity is the true work it is the real fact the actual fact itself die sache selbst which absolutely asserts itself and is experienced as the lasting element independent of that fact which is the accident of individual action as such the accident of circumstances means an actuality the real fact itself stands opposed to these moments only so far as they claim to have a value in isolation but is essentially their unity because identifying fusing actuality with individuality it is too an action and qua doing pure action in general and thereby just as much action of this particular individual and this action because still appertaining to the individual in opposition to actuality has the sense of a purpose similarly it is the transition from this specific character to the opposite 
and finally it is a reality which is present objectively for consciousness the actual fact thus expresses the essential spiritual substance in which all these moments as independently valid are cancelled and transcended and so hold good only as universal and in which the certainty consciousness has regarding itself is a fact a real object before consciousness an object born of self-consciousness as its own without ceasing to be a free independent object in the proper sense the thing found at the stage of sense certainty and perception now gets its significance through self-consciousness and through it alone on this rests the distinction between a thing ding and a fact sache a process is gone through here corresponding to what we find in the case of sense experience and perception self-consciousness then has attained its true conception of itself when the stage of real fact is reached fact is the interpenetration of individuality and objectivity in it self-consciousness has arrived at a consciousness of its own substance at the same time as we find self-consciousness here it is a consciousness which has just arisen and hence is immediate and this is the specific way in which you find spirit at the present stage it has not yet reached its truly real substance the fact itself takes in this immediate consciousness the form of bare and simple essence einfachen wesens which being universal contains all its various moments in itself and belongs to them but again is also indifferent towards them taken as specific moments and is independent by itself and as this free and independent simple abstract fact passes for the essentially real wesen the various moments of the original determinateness the moments of the fact of this particular individual his purpose means action and actual reality are on the one hand particular moments for this consciousness which it can abandon and give up for the fact itself on the other hand however they all have the fact itself as their essential nature but only in such a way that it being their abstract universal can find itself in each of them and be their predicate the fact itself is not yet subject but those moments stand for subject because they belong to the aspect of particularity while fact itself is only at the stage bare universality fact is the genus which finds all these moments to be species of itself and in that way is independent of them consciousness is called honest when it has on the one hand attained this idealization idealismus which fact expresses and on the other possesses the truth in the fact qua this form of universality consciousness when so characterized takes to do solely with fact and hence occupies itself with its various moments or species and when it does not reach the fact in one of these moments does not find the real fact in one meaning it just on that account lays hold of the fact in another and consequently always really secures that satisfaction which should belong to this mode of consciousness by its very nature seinem begriffe nach however things turn out it achieves and secures the fact itself for the latter being this universal genus of those moments is the predicate of all should it not bring a purpose into reality it may have at least willed the purpose that is may turn purpose qua purpose mere doing which does nothing into the fact itself and can therefore maintain and feel satisfied that at least there has always been something attempted something done since the universal contains within it even the negative or the transitoriness this too the nothingness of work is itself its doing it has stimulated others towards this and still finds satisfaction in the disappearance of its reality just as bad boys enjoy personal pleasure in getting their ears boxed because they are the cause of its being done 
or again suppose it has not so much as tried to carry out the fact itself and done nothing at all then it has not even cared the fact itself is for it just the unity of its decision with reality it asserts that the reality was nothing else than its own wish in the matter sein mögen finally suppose something of interest has come its way entirely without its help then for it this reality is the fact itself just by the interest which it finds in the fact although the reality was not brought about by its doing if it is a piece of luck which has befallen the individual personally he reckons it his own act and his own desert if it is on the other hand a mere event which does not concern him further he makes it likewise his own and an interest where he has done nothing is held as a party interest which he has taken up and defended or maintained for or against the honesty or honourableness of this mode of consciousness as well as the satisfaction which it meets with at every point really consists as the above makes clear in this that it does not bring together its ideas regarding the fact itself fact itself is just as much its own affair seine sache as no work at all or mere action and bare purpose or again a reality involving no action at all it makes one meaning after another the subject of this predicate and forgets one after the other by its having merely willed or again in not having wanted fact itself has now the meaning of empty purpose and of the merely ideal thought unity of willing and performance the consolation for the annihilation of the purpose which was at all events willed or at all events simply done as well as the satisfaction of having given others something to do makes the simple doing or the entirely bad work the essential reality for that must be called a bad work which is no work at all finally in the case of finding through good luck the reality at hand this existence without any act becomes the fact itself the true meaning of this honesty however lies in not being so honest as it seems for it cannot be so unintelligent as to let these various moments fall apart in that way it must have an immediate consciousness regarding their opposition because they are absolutely related to one another bare action is essentially action of this individual and this action is likewise essentially an actuality or a fact conversely actuality essentially is only as its own action and as action in general as well and just as his own action is action in general so it is only reality in general well then he thinks he has only to do with the fact itself as abstract reality there is also present this idea that he has to do with it as his own doing but precisely so far as it is only a matter of being busy about doing something he is not really in earnest on the point but rather is dealing with a fact and with fact as his own since finally he seems to will merely his own fact and his own action it is again a matter of dealing with fact in general or actuality substantial and abiding an und für sich bleibende just as fact and its moments appear at this stage as content they are likewise necessary also forms in consciousness they come forward as content merely to pass away again each making room for the other they have therefore to be present in a determinate result as cancelled and sublated forms so taken however they are aspects of consciousness fact itself is present as the inherent nature or its reflection into self the ousting of the moments by each other there finds expression however in their being established in consciousness not per se but only for another consciousness one of the moments of the content is exposed by it to the light and presented as an object for others consciousness however is at the same time reflected therefrom back upon itself 
and the opposite is thus equally present within it is retained for itself as its own there is too not one of them which could be merely and solely put outside and another merely retained within rather consciousness operates alternately with them for it has to make one as well as another essential for itself and for others the whole is the moving process of permeating individuality with the universal in that this consciousness finds this whole however to be merely the simple ultimate nature wesen, and thus the abstraction of fact itself the moments of this whole appear as distinct outside the fact and outside one another as a single whole it is only exhaustively exhibited by the process of alternately exposing its elements to view and keeping them within itself since in this alternation consciousness has in its process of reflection one moment for itself and keeps it as essential while another is merely externally implied or is for others there thus enters a play of individualities with one another where they both deceive and find deceived themselves and one another reciprocally an individuality then sets to work to carry out something by so doing it seems to have made something into an actual fact it acts by so doing it comes out before others and thinks it is occupied with reality others therefore take its action to be an interest in the fact as such and take the end of the act to be the carrying out of the fact per se regardless of whether this is done by the former individuality or by them when on this account they point out that this fact has already brought about by themselves or if not offer and actually furnish their assistance then they see that consciousness has rather left the position where they think it to be it is its own action and effort which arouses its interest in the fact and when they come to know that this was the fact itself they feel themselves deceived in reality however their haste to render assistance was itself nothing else than their desire to see and manifest their own action and not the fact itself that is they wanted to receive the other individual just in the way they complain of having been deceived since there has now been brought to light that its own action and effort the play of its powers is taken for the fact itself consciousness seems to be occupied in its own way on its own account and not of that of others and only troubles about action qua its own action and not about action qua an action of others and hence seems to let others in their turn keep to their own fact but they go wrong again that consciousness has already left the point where they thought it was it does not take the matter in hand to be fact in the sense of this own particular fact but fact qua fact qua something universal which is for all hence it interferes in the action and work of others and if consciousness can no longer take their work out of their hands it is at least interested in the matter and shows this by its concern to pass judgment when it stamps the result with the mark of its approval and praise this is meant to imply that in the case of work it does not merely praise the work itself but at the same time its own generosity and moderation in not having destroyed the work as work nor spoiled it by finding fault since it shows an interest in the work it enjoys its own self therein and in the same way the work which it found fault with is welcomed for just this enjoyment of its own action which is thereby procured those however who regard themselves as or profess to be deceived by this interference with others wanted really themselves to deceive in the same way they give out their efforts and doings as something only for themselves in which they merely have themselves and their own nature in view but since they do something and thus express their nature bring themselves to the light of day they directly contradict by their deed the pretext of wanting to exclude the daylight that is to exclude the publicity of universal consciousness and participation by everyone actualization is on the contrary 
an exposing of what is one's own in a universal element where it comes to be and has to be fact for everyone consciousness then is as much deception of itself as of others if it is pretended that the bare fact is its sole concern a consciousness that lays open a fact soon learns that others want to hurry to the spot and make themselves busy there like flies to new milk and they in their turn find out in its case that it is not dealing with fact qua object but with its own fact on the other hand if only action itself the use of powers and capacities or the expression of a given individuality is to be the essential thing they reciprocally learn that all are affected and consider themselves invited to deal with the matter and that instead of a mere abstract action or a particular peculiar action something has been elicited and exposed which was likewise for others or is a fact itself in both cases the same thing happens and only appears to be different by contrast with that which was accepted and assumed to hold on the matter consciousness finds both sides to be equally essential moments and thereby learns what the nature of the fact itself is that is that it is neither merely fact which is opposed to action in general and to the particular action nor action which is opposed to permanence and which might be the genus independent of these moments as its species but rather that fact itself is an essential reality whose existence means the action of the particular individual and of all individuals and whose action is immediately for others or is a fact and is only fact in the sense of an action of each and all the essential reality which is the essence of all beings reason which is spiritual essence consciousness learns that no one of these moments is subject but rather gets dissolved in the universal fact itself the moments of individuality which were taken as subject one after another by this unreflective incoherent stage of consciousness coalesce and concentrate into simple individuality which while at this a particular is likewise directly universal fact itself thereby ceases to stand in the relation of a predicate loses the characteristic of lifeless abstract universality it is substance permeated by individuality subject wherein individuality is just as much individual or this particular individuality as all individuals and the universal which has an existence only as being this action of each and all gets an actual reality in that this particular consciousness knows it to be its own individual reality and the reality of all pure fact itself is what was characterized above as the category being which is the ego or ego which is being but in the sense of thought which is still distinguished from actual self-consciousness here however the moments of actual self-consciousness being for self and being for another so far as we call them its content purpose action and reality and also in so far as we call them its form are made identical with the bare and simple category itself and the category is thereby at the same time the entire content End of section 24